Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Spring training is right around the corner. So come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com. In a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on your own, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you found us, whatever podcast app, and of course, Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Hello, Twitch room. Hello, yes. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And you know what? We're going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. This feels weird. This felt weirder than I thought it would, to be honest. It's a new night. Who this? Yeah. Yeah. NXT has moved to Tuesday nights. The Wednesday night wars are over. Paul threw up that white flag. Mm. And we move nights. So we move nights too. So but yes, everyone wins. We all win. We all win. As wrestling fans. So Impact moved to Thursdays. But Impact moved to Thursdays. Dark yeah. Side of the Ring comes out in, in May, <laughs> so I uh, know what I'm doing Thursdays. Uh, yes, welcome to Up Next. We watch NXT every week, and then we talk about it. And this is the first time NXT is still on USA, still on Sportsnet, if you're in uh, Canada. But yeah, we watched it on a Tuesday. I've been watching NXT on Wednesday nights since doing like NXT. Oh, as long as I've been watching NXT, yeah. it's been Wednesday. And it's, yeah. it's, it's just weird. It's very, very weird. But now when two Wednesdays are, are AEW nights. I, I think maybe what's weirder. I, I don't know how strange this would have felt back in like the network days of NXT. It's right. just, Oh, it's Tuesday now. But yeah. I think with the Patreon and with AEW and all of that, your schedules have become so, like, you know, okay, I'm at my job yeah. on this day. Yeah. I'm on my job this day. I've got to prepare for uh, whatever movie we're going to watch on this day. Yeah. We're watching NXT and AEW on this day. And it kind of, trying to just, like, shape this week for us, It we keep on getting confused. Because it's like, oh, no, we're we're recording Tuesday and then 
we don't need to do AEW Thursday day because we can do it Wednesday night. Yeah. It's very odd. We watch a lot of wrestling, mm. especially this week. Wow. Oh, yes. What a WrestleMania. What a WrestleMania week. Uh, thanks for everyone. Uh, we, we've been watching NXT on Wednesday for a long time. Three years. It's our third year, uh, third birthday. We've turned three. Yeah, we had a, a takeover, or sorry, WrestleMania tailgate on Saturday with all our patrons who were invited to hang out via Zoom. We thought it would go two hours. It ended up going like four three, or five. Four. And then did a... Uh, watch along for night one and then night two as well we did so many watch alongs every week we were watch alonging and doing all sorts of stuff and so many podcasts and thanks everyone who who listened to both nights of takeover stand and delivered epic epic shows that we did there and then um we did a wrestlemania review on on the patreon as well but yeah we had quite a week i'm wrestled out to be honest yeah Yesterday, I didn't really do much at all. I I desperately needed to do laundry and clean my room because just been twitching every day, watching wrestling, and then kind of went to bed last night and thought, oh, it's up next Mania on Thursday. We've got to do all the work for that. So no rest for the wicked, but Monday was lovely. Yeah, uh, we we decided that we because Takeover was two nights that we were gonna have to move our up next Mania, which yeah. is this. If you've been following us, maybe if you're new, we've been doing these these games on the Patreon, then slowly uh, moved on to the Twitch as well, where we have done trivia games and draft games and all sorts of crazy stuff, uh, and we go live. The up next Rumble was insane. Mm. Thirty people in the Rumble and one winner. Chris Elliott, who goes on to Up Next Mania to face me, the BDE champion, this Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern is when it all kicks off. We got a whole show, not just the main event of me versus Chris. Shall I, shall I announce the card? Oh, is it time? It's time. Okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, go for it. Okay. Wow. So we're kicking off things Thursday, Up Next Mania. Team Grapple versus the team of Post Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Torch. Whoa. So we've got JP, Grapple Gareth, Benno, and Stephanie Chase. Damn. Taking on Mike Murray, Martin Bushby, Will Calling, and Rich Fan in a eight-man elimination tag match. Oh, my God. What an opener. What an opener. Damn. Cross-promotion. We're then going to go to our first Kona Reeves Battle Royal of the night. Yeah, the finest. It's going to be a bit of jackbox with some of our listeners, some of our world champion and North American champion patrons yeah. playing a game of Quiplash. We'll see who's going wow. to win there. Hosted by Jordan Goodman. Oh, that's going to be nuts. We've then got the grudge match. Andrew Thompson versus Wei Ting in a promo off. Oh, yeah. What? They're going to bring... Wei These Ting? two have been chatting pure fire pure shit to each other for months now months and it's time for the up next universe you the listeners the viewers to decide who wins in a promo battle have they agreed to this yes okay oh yeah oh my god the the way the way these two like had the beef was really was really interesting and then andrew got got rid of way in the rumble he eliminated him Mm. and that definitely made everyone go this is your 
HBK Shawn Michaels setup for Mania match. Oh yeah, and this is definitely what it's become, and I can't wait. I know I'm on the show in the main spot, but this is definitely something I would w- def. I need to watch. I'm gonna get a front row seat for this. It's gonna be good. Yeah. We've then got the second Kona Reeves Battle Royal oh, of the year. The second first. Um, this is to make up for the lack of one last year. Right. And it's going to be the rap battle game on Jackbox with yeah. more of our patrons. Wow. Hosted again by Jordan Goodman. Excellent. I like a good rap off. We've then got a classic tag match between John Cena and Mike Hogan, the other guys, yeah. taking on Mike Murray and, sorry, Nate Milton oh. and Eric Marcotte. <sighs> In, for any of you UK listeners, a game of Would I Lie to You? Mm. Wow. Because there's often lying and backstabbing in wrestling. in wrestling. Nate Milton? So let's see if these partners will, in fact, get along. Wow. And then the semi-main event. The co-main event. And it's the co-main event because I'm in it and <laughs> it's my fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> it's an inferno match. B Detroit versus Davey Portman with Fire Frank. As the special guest referee. All I'll say is, if you've seen Hot Ones, you might know what an Inferno match is. Inferno match. Oh my god, it's going to be lit. And then to close the show, the headliner of (sighs) Up Next Mania 1, Chris Elliott, the winner of the Up Next Rumble, will be challenging Braden Harrington for the BDE Championship in a three stages of hell match. And you know what? I don't I don't know what the the three stages of hell are. But I think it's time we maybe give some insight to that because I was told I got to choose one of these stages of hell. So you know what? I'll let Chris know what it is right now. Chris, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm kind of a a music buff, uh, you know, produce beats here and there. So so I figure why not do some Final beats, if you will. One final beat. That is right. One final beat. It's a music round. That's right. You better get studying your entrance music, boys. Oh, yeah. I know my specialty is wrestling themes and and all that shit. So that's what I'm bringing to this match. Chris, I challenge you to this fall in this match. I I think he's already chosen. Yeah. But I don't know know what is it. It's Stone Cold Trivia. Stone Cold Trivia. Stone Cold Trivia, which is going to be a great segue to our next topic. But yes, Stone Cold, all Stone Cold in WWF. Okay. Trivia. Okay. And I get to pick the final fall, if it gets to that. And I'm going to pick something brutal. All right. Barbaric. What? Something that's going to really decide who is the true BDE champion but you'll have to wait till tomorrow. What? BD Elite tomorrow, 10.15pm, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. You're going to tell me off the air, right? Oh, no. Oh, You're no. not going to tell no. me what the final fall gonna is? You're going to have the final contract signing with the stipulation announced tomorrow. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Up Next Mania this Thursday, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. All starts at 6 p.m. Eastern time. It'll go on for quite a while. So if you're running late and stuff, tune in. But mm. the show will be going on for quite a while with all those matchups, like you said. But we'll be live on Twitch. And uh, I will say we have some some special stuff. We have some great stuff. So tune in. And if you miss it, we will somehow make a chopped form of this for patrons somehow with uh, audio and, Absolutely. and stuff. But try to tune in because we will need audience participation. As you've seen in the past, if you guys have joined in, the Rumble was stacked. We had a lot of people there. So this Thursday is going to be a showdown. 
I'm walking in BDE champ and I'm walking out BDE champ because I'm on to bigger and better things. And uh, Kip Elliott or whatever the guy I'm fighting in this match, uh, he's not he's not important. I'm looking on to different things. You know, I saw they're doing a WrestleMania backlash. Well, there's no up next Mania backlash because I'm holding this title on until the next show and the next show and the next show. But I don't know. And we'll that- be busy moving. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so tune in for that. And of course, at up next on Twitter. Uh, sorry, at up next podcast, Twitter and Instagram. Go give us a follow. All the likes and RTs and stuff. We got a video package, just a teaser of some of the video packages we have from a friend named Dickie, who's been helping us again this Thursday, the videos and stuff. You got to tune into the Twitch because it's going to be crazy. But tune in for that. And like you said, you're going to name the third fall that I don't know. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. will be the Elite. That's right. Because, yeah, we're NXT, guys. We watch NXT Tuesday nights now. We go live after NXT airs. 10.15 Eastern Time. We'll go live on Twitch to record this show. But Wednesdays, we can be your dynamite friends. Yeah. yeah. We're going to watch it live for the f- first first one of the first times yeah there was a couple of weeks when they were like different but that's right we don't have to avoid spoilers i all night all night because i'd be like going on twitter to try and find an image or something yeah and i'd be oh quickly quick away look away i don't want to see AEW spoilers and i was like oh no it's tuesday that's so weird it's nice it's gonna be nice yeah so yeah tuesdays nxt Wednesdays, AEW, and we'll go live after both nights every week, and we'll be putting these shows out here. So up next Tuesdays, and BD Elite on Wednesdays. And we're keeping BD Elite as the show where people can call in. It doesn't have to be about Dynamite. It can be about NXT from the night before, or wrestling in general, uh, and that's for all our patrons. So BD Elite is our call-in show Wednesday nights. Yeah, and I know we're getting the plug-in, but yeah, I watched a lot of, we watched a lot of wrestling and we did a lot of shows. Patreon.com slash up next. Only $5 a month gets you access to all the shows, but you get to get to call into these shows. You get to be entered in some of the games that we do, like you mentioned in the future, but you get access to all the podcasts we've ever put out, including the show we just released last week for WrestleMania, best match ever. WrestleMania show stealers mm. where we go through some of the best matches just in general of wrestling. One of my favorite shows to do just purely from watching great these matches, wonderful matches from yeah. WrestleMania. We did rock Hogan, Sean Taker, you name it. We put it in there. Show stealers was a match, uh, a show we did last week, but only five bucks for North American tier gets you access to all these shows. We're doing so many podcasts out there, including our WrestleMania thoughts and stuff like that, including a show we're doing this week, which is totally out there, but, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. The OG movie. I've decided Davies never saw it and we're going to watch it and we're going to talk about it. So in honor of the new one coming out later this weekend, we'll have a review of Mortal Kombat, the OG movie out on the Patreon. But go support us. Only five bucks and gets you access to everything we've done because we have hundreds of shows. Yeah, we have literally hundreds. Literally hundreds of podcasts that we've done. And if you're crazy, be a world champ. Get access to all the BD behind the BD shows, and you can join us for up yours and, and pick some shows and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, go support us because we're moving. You know, we are moving. We kind of need some money for yeah. moving. So we yeah. also need somewhere to move to. <laughs> we've been apartment we're hunting. We've, we've been apartment about hunting. Fifteen places so far. Yeah, we are proudly uh, supported by patrons, and yeah. this is how we we don't have ads in these shows. So go support us and get great content from us because uh, we we like creating content. Yeah, we're seeing about nine places tomorrow. Excellent. And one of them is literally opposite where we live yeah. right now. And I kind of hope we like it. So because we just move across the street. I don't want to deal with movers. <laughs> we'll just 
Who's free? Just carry stuff across the road. It'll just, be wonderful. Just get. Some, I'm pretty sure our landlord would even help us. Just get listeners in Toronto to yeah, come down great. and help us. <laughs> Give me a pack of claws. Uh, yeah, we've been doing so many podcasts this week and watch alongs. And shout out the Twitch rooms this past week. We did watch alongs for Takeover and WrestleMania. All this, all everything. Some people pretty much moved in. Like I was with all these guys in the Twitch room every night. So thank you, yeah. all of our regulars. All the regulars. You guys know who you are. And especially, and I know I'm going off here tonight, but especially this weekend we did this tailgate and like some of the patrons who just hung out with us and talked to us and people popped in and out and it was mm. so cool and so great. Way showed up. We were talking about his elf fights. Uh, we, we were going off on all, we went off on vasectomies. Hey, hey, keep it, keep it to the patrons now. It was pretty wild. It's <laughs> it's almost making me want to start like maybe a, a new thing down the line for for some zoom hangouts for the patrons maybe yeah, a they're fun maybe a a, a brady smoke sesh All is right. something that's going to be happening in the near future uh but yeah that was so much fun and i have to say i appreciate everyone who who listens to these shows for all over the years uh but we turned three officially and we're we're keep on trucking and we have so many podcasts and so many great shows and content and friends and all this stuff has just been so awesome. So thank you, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. What a WrestleMania. What a WrestleMania. I had so many fucking white claws. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a WrestleMania. I know we did a WrestleMania show, but overall throughout the past week, what were some like high, quick quick highlights now that it's in the, uh, the rear view? Walter Champa, Walter Rampage Brown was yeah. excellent. Watch that yesterday. Um I think the uh, the women's the main event of night one, Sasha Belair versus Bianca. Sorry, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. I've seen three times now. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. I, I can't. Love it. I I I love that match. Yeah, so it's much. Great. I've wa- we watched it twice now because we had to watch it back, and it's just something so special. Yeah. We went off on it on our on our patron show, but yeah, honestly, Bianca Belair versus Sasha felt like this epic encounter that we'll watch and talk about for years to come. Absolutely. Um, and it it felt like it wasn't something like the build and everything didn't matter to me. Didn't mm. really watch it. I just watched the match and I got into the story of it and it felt so uh like raw, so organic and just something so special. And I really loved it. We'll talk about something more special a little bit later yeah. on this show. But yeah, I just wanted to say I pretty much apart from the Fiend stuff, all of night two, it I really enjoyed it. It really felt like. It was one of those shows where everyone went out to work as hard as they could. And mm-hmm. I know WrestleMania, you think that every year, but you don't always see it. Whereas I could imagine after every match, even that women's tag to start with, they're like, right, top that. Because I thought everyone bought it that night. And Fiend Randy, I can't really blame, well, maybe you can blame Bray. I feel like he has, <laughs> he's involved quite heavily. What's going on with this story? Oh, I don't, I don't want to know anymore. Because like, uh, they, they got Tom Savini to help make the... They got a bunch of horror people. I think I said this on our watch along. I'm like, they keep going and getting great. I'm not knocking mm. it. Great horror experts to come up with these, like, designs of, and bloody faces and masks. Why don't you get actual horror writers instead? Yeah. Because they, it looks so stupid. Like, by the reports, it seems like they didn't really come up with a finish until the day and... Bruce and Vince were like, yeah, that'll do. Just dripping blood. It's, I felt bad for them. Now, it was, it was terrible. 
it was I like I felt like there was going to be a second fiend that came yeah. out. Well, it seems like Alexa is now that, and it's fiend versus fiend. Well, whatever. I, I don't want to get too into it because you know I like my my conspiracy theories mm. in wrestling. But she did sit with uh, the pentagram, mm. and I mean I know another wrestler who really loves pentagrams, and and he hasn't really been doing anything lately. So maybe you could do fiend versus Alistair Black. Maybe right. There's maybe. some spookiness and shit. I think that would make too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be like, oh, that's cool, but yeah, it would uh, make. I don't as, know if we'll see much of him. It would make as much sense as buying an Undertaker NFT. I, I don't. <laughs> I've asked this question so many times. What's an NFT? And when I'm told what it is, I still go, oh, I what's an NFT? NFT will rest. They're in like peace. what fancy gifts or something I don't fancy know. gifts i, I want know. fancy gifts you bought me a fancy gift actually randomly you bought me a hitman jersey yes i did it was lit i wore it for some of our gif. watch links gif 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 yeah not gif it like fancy gif yeah i don't know what it is yeah eight me, bit, me neither i mean bitcoin eight bitcoin i don't know no idea no yeah but, yeah interesting stuff did you uh, watch the jericho podcast i did man that you should was... get into it before nxt okay yeah actually that was a big thing this mm. week uh, i really enjoyed that i i think chris Jer- jericho is one of my favorites if not i think he's the goat honestly mm. uh you think everyone's the goat i agree you can say <laughs> the goat multiple people the goat is allowed okada goat sasha goat jericho definitely goat uh you you can say you maybe i don't agree with some of the things he agrees with mm. in his personal life or politics and all that stuff i'm not a political person mm. But yeah, uh, I just think the talk was was great. It was two guys, Stone Cold and, and Jericho, just like shooting the shit. And Jericho's on his vodka, and I respect it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just talking about all sorts of stuff, like talking about the New Japan stuff. So like kind of more openly and mm-hmm. just letting everyone kind of know how it happened and stuff. And I know we've heard that, but he kind of goes into different things. The coolest thing was, and I've read his books and, and, and stuff, but the coolest thing is when he starts talking about the Michael Jackson pose yes he's like yeah i saw jackson live and he just stood there doing this pose and people went nuts so he's like yeah i'll just do that and i was like that's fucking crazy yeah i i enjoyed it i i love those austin shows anyway i think he's a great it doesn't feel like an interview it just feels like a chat yeah and i i really like them i think austin's awesome at that um most of it i've heard it all before because i yeah. listened to it, jericho's podcast so of course. a lot of it didn't really feel new but it was kind of the novelty of it being like now on WWE yeah. programming with him saying this and talking so openly about New Japan and AEW. I did find it interesting when he said he didn't feel like he had become Chris Jericho until 2008. Mm-hmm. Because I was someone who, obviously I've gone back, but I wasn't watching at that time. I dipped out around 04, 05. Yeah. So to hear that, to think I already had Chris Jericho in my mind yeah. as this star... And to think he didn't think until 2008, which is way later in his career, where he was like, right, I'm the guy now. Right. I found that really interesting. Very interesting. But, and yeah, he it was good. Yeah, he, he mentioned that, like, they're not trying to be competition over there at AEW. A- mm. They're just trying to do the best thing they can do, and that's just yeah. make pro wrestling. That's what I That's what I mean. Like, uh, say what you will about the guy, but he clearly loves pro wrestling. The way oh, yeah. he speaks about it and how... He, he says, there's always lines of people trying to talk to me every day. And he talks to them. He mm. gives people, like, he just sounds like he genuinely wants to make wrestling good again. And that's, oh, yeah. that's what you kind of get the vibe from, like, a Cody Rhodes and stuff like that, too. But Jericho, on this show, definitely, like, let that vibe out that, like, hey, I just like 
pro wrestling and he knows a lot about it talking about like his history in mexico and all sorts of mm. stuff i actually really enjoyed it i thought I, I think it made me wonder if they will get any other AEW people on it people with a a, a connection like, yeah yeah i mean maybe yeah. a a christian or a big show one day someone like that um cody maybe not <laughs> but you never know never say never it's austin wrestling. will be like so tell me about this picture and it's him <laughs> busting the throne well like dusty was austin's favorite wrestler oh so yeah. like it's there's a yeah. connection there but i don't know if that's a step because he's jericho's just talent there cody's an actual like vp yeah true yeah jericho's kind of still like he could come back to wwe yeah <laughs> that's what this podcast was like that, still good <laughs> yeah he's pretty much like don't worry i'll i'll in mike i'll be yeah. in the hall of fame don't worry. <laughs> you, you can you can let me come back this is though just making again yeah, it's, it's regal with roddy today <laughs> you can come back all anytime. right yeah you can come back yeah I, I think austin and him genuinely like just came across as like guys hanging out mm. and, and chatting but with such history and inside stories and stuff like that was was really interesting and yeah this forbidden door being opened i guess for just a sliver just to, just enough to let the the air in but yeah yeah uh, i liked it it was very very cool uh, interesting that they put it on mania weekend because a lot more people the buzz was like yeah that mania was cool but check out this podcast yeah it's they, they often do it after a pay-per-view they'll release a new 24 or an interview or something but it just felt there was so much going on. Like it's, yeah. it's, there's within WWE alone, you had the NXT UK as well as two nights of takeover, two nights of WrestleMania and the Jericho podcast. And then you factor in all the kind of GCW collective stuff as well that fans are going to watch. It was an interesting choice because next weekend, <laughs> what, what's on, you know? True. You could drop it then and it would feel, but maybe it's just to make the week feel even bigger. I guess, yeah, mm. with so much content. There was so much, so much stuff to watch. Uh, there was like, uh, GCW and, mm. uh, shout out that guy who showed up in the shirt at Mania. And then they, they oh, made yeah. him wear the Hurt Business <laughs> shirt. Uh, there was so much going on. And, uh, it, it was cool to see crowd and it made us go, ah, we wish we could go. And of course the world's still, we're in Toronto. We're stuck in the Middle Ages, it seems here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're watching from afar for now, but mm. one day the tailgate will be in person. It will. One more time. It will. One more It'll time. It'll be dangerous. Yeah. We decided in the, the, the hangouts this weekend that once we all get together, like the BD crew, the up next experts, it's going to, it's going to get weird. It's going to get, it's going to get, it's going to get wild. Yeah. Let's talk about NXT, which is now on a Tuesday. Got the club going up on a Tuesday. NXT from Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. We start with the new NXT world champion, Karrion Cross, who comes out with his gal pal, Scarlett. He grabs a microphone. He's in a nice Triple H kind of leather jacket mm. style here with the title. He says, I told you, time goes full circle. It was only a matter of time. Balor, his title reign was a tear. But now I'm on top. And they say there's nowhere else to go. Well, that's a lie. Nobody can outgrind me, outtrain me. But come try me. Come out wrestle me. You can't. NXT has the hungriest guys and gals. So step up if you want it. So he wants competition. The, uh, the beginning of this promo really didn't connect with me at all. Um, I, I think I noticed it more today and I think maybe it was because of coming off of Mania and Stand and Deliver where we had more people in the crowd. The crowd felt really quiet again. Today. Yeah. And I think it was maybe just the transition of going back. 
it was really much the golf clap and kind of his pauses were pauses for crowds to like cheer or chant and it just felt a bit stop and start for me and didn't really connect with me the viewer but I did think when he got more amped up and started kind of shouting towards the end um I I bought into him a bit more and like the end of the promo yeah it didn't he something something wasn't working for me I know I'm not already to begin with like not super sold on him from last week like yeah it was a good match but i still was like maybe expecting more of a, a destruction a, a showcase but uh here you're right the first half of it was kind of like cookie cutter and then he kind of like step up if he says that maybe someone should step up uh it seems like everyone's got open challenges but no one's matching each other's open challenges like well they're just yeah fight, just fight them then i don't know uh I yeah, I still I still need to see something more substance from this now cuz it's kind of like you you kind of taking away they're moving away from the spooky stuff which is good, but when you do that now it's he's just becoming some next guy. I think maybe the crowd who are there aren't entirely sure how to take him as well. He tries he's a baby he because just acts like a baby. I think face. he's yeah, and I think he has been since returning really, but he's been doing the Still doing the spooky stuff with Scarlet. He hasn't seemed like a pure babyface really since coming back. So the crowd kind of, whereas later you get Raquel with the you deserve it chance. Yeah. They don't know. It's like, are we, he beat Finn. Are we to cheer this yeah, guy? Yeah, no, we should. Or, no, because the story hasn't really been him returning from this injury and like it's, he wants back what he, it hasn't been focused like this babyface journey. So I, I think that might have been a bit of the disconnect as well from me, but. Yeah, I, I'm still not convinced with this guy. I want to give it a... We got to give it a shot. Yeah, but we, yeah, we keep mean, saying that, but... <laughs> he's going to be the main event a lot, yeah, so... Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see where he goes next. We'll maybe have some challenges mm. for him down the line tonight. But we go to our first match, which is MSK, the tag champions, putting the titles on the line for their first defense against the team of Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Yes, they come out to the whistly music rock thing, which is, I think... They didn't buy the other one, so they did different whistle things. I could be wrong. could be crazy, <laughs> but it still sounds funny. It's great. Um, at one point, Drake and Wesley are in the match here starting things off. And it's like Wesley's doing the like backwards leapfrog thing. But Drake looks like he gets like knocked in the head here. But he, uh, he eventually gets up and hits a whisper in the wind from Drake mm. Maverick. Pretty impressive. Um, Nash Carter... Goes and hits a Bronco Buster. I know they they posted some photos with X Pac over the weekend. <laughs> uh, not his dog though. Missed that dog. Has, Where's is? Mm. Oh, don't say it. Oh, I mean, why you? He was all over the other mania, wasn't he? Great. Way to just way to bring it down. Yeah. Someone, Zeno in the chat, f- figure this it's out. Fact check. <laughs> Where's X Pac's dog? There was another dog on the show, though. Uh, so the Bronco Buster from Nash Carter. Then MSK hit this, like, double 619 Tiger faint kick to Drake. But then there's the spiral tap from Wes onto Dane, which is crazy. It's like the twisting, oh, spinning, old-school AJ Styles move. For a two-count, Drake eventually hits a DDT. There's a near fall there. Dane goes up top for go, – sorry, he goes to powerbomb Drake onto Wes, but then – Nash pulls him out of the way, so he just power bombs his own partner, which was a cool spot. Um, Drake is like on the inside here, and they send Dane to the outside. Drake gets hit with the blockbuster heart attack, and then Nash gets up and just dives to the outside, taking out Dane as Wes pins Drake and MSK retain the titles. Uh, really liked it. It's uh, MSK is so fun to watch. Uh, Drake and Dane, they're like 
your lowest tag team there probably, but they can put on entertaining matches when they want to. And I, I thought this was a pretty fun match and just a good easy win for your new champs. Yeah, and you let them kind of get some stuff in, but yeah, they mm. needed to get they need to go on. Uh, after they celebrate, I figured they would like be attacked by the grizzled young vets, but I guess spread it out. Yeah, like, just I think let it let it breathe. Just let them have their moment, I guess. But they're not gonna let Dane and Drake have their moment and them I mean Imperium because Alexander Wolf comes out to to like confront Dane and they have history with insanity when they were in that group together but it's like a, a just sanity sorry it wasn't insanity <laughs> no, oh. they, they were sane apparently they were sane yeah oh sanity that's sanity. right yeah that's yeah. right and their music mm. it's just it's so good um it was a ploy and Imperium come out and just beat these guys up and then they stand tall no Walter though, but they're standing tall here. So, so I don't know if this is to set up Wolf versus Dane or Dane and Drake versus Imperium. Yeah, this that's definitely where it's going. But they didn't attack MSK; they attacked the two but guys. But they didn't attack Drake, did they? Drake was already out. Yeah, it true. It was just Dane. So I wonder if they're going to do, or maybe both, do Wolf versus Dane, and then Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner versus the tag. Yeah. That that makes sense. Um, so after this, we have Robert Stone backstage with Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez shows up and says, Hey, you got my money? I want my money. Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's my money? I want my money. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, whoa, chill. I got your money. Aaliyah tries to intervene. And then Mercedes just chokes her, like pushes her up against the wall and just starts choking here, there. Um, and... <laughs> for a second i thought we had changed the channel jesse kamea steps in she says hey uh something something i want to step on you so jesse kamea kind of stepping in back she's back from injury here i guess and says you you want money you got to go through me so jesse kamea versus mercedes later tonight yeah i thought uh kamea you know i've i've not been too high on kamea lately in the past but she looked like she was like more she yeah she's taller than i remembered actually because mercedes i consider as one of the taller women in the division and kamea towered her yeah um but mercedes is good in this kind of where's my money roll uh like i'd be scared <laughs> i'd be money, scared bitch. if she was shaking me down like <laughs> you ever seen the if there was a funny or die which i think is will ferrell's like website yeah and he has a famous sketch where it's like some other some other guy's kid where it's mm. like a little kid and they cut it in between so it's like the little they make the little kid go where's my money bitch and he's like <laughs> oh, I'll get you it's so good the landlord I think is what it's called I always think of the family guy <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what I yeah yeah I want my money where's when my he money pulls out the gun to the <laughs> kneecap where it's like what <laughs> you want Mercedes to do that yeah <laughs> to Robert Stone <laughs> we'll see if she gets her money we see Roderick Strong. And his wife, Marina Shafir, mm. they show up looking very dressed up here. Roddy, yeah. nice shirt and a suit. And Marina looking nice as well. They're, they're, date night. Yeah, it looks like a date night tonight. And they're they're arriving here in the arena. What, what could Roddy and Marina be up to? We'll see. We get a recap of the Lights Out Unsanctioned match, the Kyle and Cole match. Mm. And it shows clips of how they beat the hell out of each other. And then... It shows like footage we didn't see where they're being stretchered out, but they're being stretchered out at the same time. So you just hear Adam Cole yelling at him, you are dead. Yeah, it's when they're being actually taken to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. And they're next to each other being pushed. And it's like, you're dead, Kyle. You ain't shit. 
you are dead. You and your friends, you're dead. <laughs> Again, family guy. <laughs> you, you and your friends, you're dead. Uh, this was weird because uh, it means that they're going to fight again. Yeah, which I, I wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Ch- Champa Gargano had a few. Um, yeah. Uh, I still think we might get that loser leaves as well. Okay. Um, but I found, I liked the visual, like showing what happened after that they were stretched out. I hated the the shouting at, well, Cole shouting at Kyle when they were being pushed. I, I found it quite comical <laughs> and I know that's not what they were going for. But it just felt these two guys in neck braces on stretchers going, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna fight you, still gonna get you. F you. Um, also to really nitpick, security footage doesn't have sound. It's illegal to record sound with CCTV. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Tell that to a lot of security. Someone's going to correct me. Yeah, on that's that, definitely but I'm not. I'm <laughs> pretty sure you can't record audio without someone's knowledge. That's definitely or something. Not. <laughs> there, I don't know. <laughs> I don't a, know. A, a, a camera in a hospital isn't going to have this perfectly true. mic'd corridor. It's true. So, but it's not a hospital. It's a medical facility. Oh, yeah, true. I didn't think about that. Got you that you, one. You did. You did. <laughs> oh, in the US, it varies by state, apparently. Oh. Two-party consent, other people are saying. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. We, we'll get Chris, the lawyer, to, to check this That's out. That's right. We us. do have official lawyers. Yeah. yeah. Mercedes Martinez going one-on-one against Jesse Kamea. And Jesse Kamea's rocking some interesting gear here. She's a cowgirl. Bitch, I'm a cow. Jesse. She's a cow. Toy Story. Is that what she's... She's Jesse the cowgirl. I think she's going for... There's this rapper, singer, Doja Cat. Uh, shout out Doja Cat. And she has this song, which the song and the music video is Bitch, I'm a Cow. And she's just dressed like this. You don't think Jesse's dressing as the cowgirl, Jesse? I don't know. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you it looks more like right. the other. Yours would make sense if she dressed like the cowgirl. True, because I'm telling you, someone get someone fact check this. Someone who's on their pop culture, Doja Cat. Um, I think she was going for that, but that does make sense. Mm. You maybe be both. On, yeah, a little bit of both. Well, it didn't really matter. She loses in like two seconds here. <laughs> Realistically, she goes to try to stand up to Mar- Mercedes. You have Robert Stone and Aaliyah like ringside, just getting super rowdy, and and Aaliyah goes to like the commentary, like you see that, you see that. But it's just Martinez who gets mad at some of these offense from Jesse. Basically, no selling her. Hits her with a DVD and pins her just like that. Yeah, uh, nasty looking DVD as well. Um, Jesse's improving, I think. Not, I mean, she was selling mainly in this. It was all Mercedes, but she's definitely looking better, uh, I think, than she has in the past. Yeah, and I think her like with her height and stuff, she could, if she can improve, she could be something, someone to watch. Mercedes Martinez chases down Robert Stone and Aaliyah for the money. She roughs him up, basically. It's a mugging. She's choking everyone. It was great. Yeah. It's I love scary. It. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, she then goes over to the, the, the commentary table and decides, this is Mercedes here, decides to just stare Vic Joseph dead in the face while screaming at him, Raquel Gonzalez, I'm going to beat you for the title. But Vic's just like, yo, what, if, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. She does not look away from him from the whole promo. She just cuts the promo to Vic Joseph. It's funny. I I'd love someone. I la- to, I'd love someone to go. Mercedes, that's that's Vic Joseph. That's not Raquel. That's not Raquel. <laughs> that's Vic. There's also uh, after, and I don't know if it was deliberate or not, but after she leaves, there's a like the office look at the camera from Vic. <laughs> it was very funny. Vic from the I office. loved this. 
this is how everyone should challenge for a just title. Yell at just Vic. yell at Vic Joseph. <laughs> He's like, yo, so I don't know from Raw and SmackDown challenge for titles on there, but just coming on NXT and yelling at Vic. It's I want I want to know. Was it like, all right, so then then uh, Mercedes, you go over and then you yell at commentary and like that you want to fight Raquel. And she's like, yeah, cool, got it. And it just decided to look right at Vic. <laughs> or it was like, hey, go out and just look right at Vic. Because <laughs> surely, I think, like, the, sometimes you see people pick up, like, the headset and talk into it, don't you? Yeah. We, we've seen people cut yeah. promos like that. But I don't know if she thought she was looking down the camera or what. I don't know. It was, it was funny. I, I very much liked yeah, it. I was laughing so hard. I, again, I don't know if I was supposed to, but she's just yelling at, about Raquel. Raquel, you're nothing. And he, Vic's just like, yo, I don't know what you to do. <laughs> uh, I see an update. Yeah, there's a couple of updates. Oh, what are the updates? The first one from See No Evil. Update on Luna. Sorry, Lula Waltman, X-Puck's dog. Yes. She's fine. Oh, thank God. X-Puck was talking to Lex Luger about her just yesterday. <sighs> That's more interesting that... Never mind. (laughs) Secondly, Florida is a two-party consent state, so they shouldn't have been recording. But it's a medical facility. We don't know Mm, what the fucking medical facility uh, is. Just going by the Twitch room could be completely false. (laughs) Uh, I want Vic Joseph to be Raquel's manager now. Oh yeah, or work with Mercedes, or maybe says anything. Maybe maybe that's the gimmick now. Mercedes just uses Vic. Like, uh, like it's her personal commentator yeah. guy or whatever. I don't know. She seems to like be into choking people, roughing them up for money. Mm. She should just bully Vic into like doing whatever, like saying things. And I want to see know. the scenes how she left Retribution. You want to see like behind the scenes? Yeah, of that? it's just yeah. her choking Mustafa Ali. It was like, I want out of this. Clearly, take me back to NXT. We need Mercedes on Austin's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Broken Skull Sessions. Uh, Johnny Gargano and The Way are backstage. And Johnny Gargano, for a second, I thought it was a splitting image. I thought this was you. Oh, yeah? Because he's in a tank top and a headband. Looking jacked. That's what you look like on our tailgate. You were in, the, you had requests to bust out the tank. Yeah. And then you thought, of course, the headband as well. You, 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 you look just like Johnny. Yeah, yeah, you look just like Johnny here. Uh, Johnny says tonight there is an intergender match that's the main event it's the way versus dexter reed and the tag champs of shotzi and ember theory says tonight's his night he gets revenge on dexter loomis and candace says that shotzi and ember were lucky and well tonight we're taking care of business and then indy steps in and goes i i want to be in the ring with dexter so i can take care of my business and they're like no none of that get out of here we are the way we are the best four-person intergender group in the history of NXT. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. I think maybe in the history of wrestling? Is there an intergender? Are there any other four-person intergender? I, I mean, remember when Undisputed Era had that per- person? Was it Tay Conti? Tay Conti, yeah. For like... Uh... For a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I will say what I... I've said this before, what I don't like about The Way is I think it's kind of wasted on Johnny Gargano. I think he's better than this. Mm -hmm. But I do think they play it well. And I think their comic timing, like Theory and Indy's comic timing, is definitely improving. And I really like the way they include Mackenzie. So many other people use the interviewer kind of just as a mic stand. Whereas Johnny especially is always like interacting with her and, and like, making fun of her and even here they're like doing the hands in the middle and he's like Mackenzie come on like hands in the middle yeah 
And uh, I don't know, like, I'm not saying she's Mean Gene, but that's why he was so popular. It's people would always bounce off of Mean Gene. And it's something that's definitely moved away in away. in recent years. Away. Um, so I do think Johnny especially is very good at that. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think Johnny, again, is one of my favorites. But in this position, I'm still, like, not super. I just want to see him have bangers. Like, mm. that's it. Just, but this, whatever. This, the matches are good, I guess. But, mm. yeah. We see Isaiah Swerve Scott. He's in his studio where he's in the lab. Yeah, in his lab where he, he cuts all his promos while he's making beats and producing stuff. He says he proved he's a star. He didn't quite get to the spot, but he still has title in his in his future, the North American title. He basically says, "Fuck Leon Ruff. Uh, I'm not done with you. You've ruined my life." He can't. Yeah, he can't move on and go for gold until he's kind of uh, what is it? Got re- removed yeah. that blemish yeah, from I, his record. Of I got to. I got to fix some things. Yeah. I got to set this straight. I got to get rid of you because you you annoyed me. I love these promos in his studio. I think it yeah. it really separates him from everyone, and I think he's really good. I I find him really interesting to watch. Yeah, I like it. I I I know that he's all about like music and and stuff in, in his spare time and his other hustle as well, which is is really interesting. I, again, I I'd like to make music. This is what my room looks like mm. Some, when I open my Logic and my KRKs are going. But I I like this character that he's kind of going into. But I not the best thing I like from him tonight because we'll see more of him mm. tonight against Ruff later. But we go to Santos Escobar, the cruiserweight champion with LDF. He has a microphone. He says the cruiserweight title was a title of a forgotten division, but no more. I stole the show. I stood and delivered, and I am the undisputed cruiserweight champion. So, yeah, he beat Devlin in the ladder match, meaning he's the real cruiserweight champion. He didn't have both titles, just one. He says that he is El Campeon. He says, like my father and just like my son will be one day cruiserweight champion. But tonight I have an open challenge for anyone who wants to face me. I'll put the title on the line. So who is going to open his challenge or answer his challenge? Kushida. I love that Kushida didn't even wait for uh, Santos to officially finish his challenge. He was like, I'd like to wish you a boom. Kushida comes out. The time is now for the time splitter, who comes out in some new gear. Yeah, I, I miss the jeans. I, I thought the jeans was a good look with the I like, boots. I like the trunk, so uh, the, the short things, the board shorts you yeah. wore before. That was my favorite look. This is interesting. It's like, imagine Samoa Joe or Goldberg, but it's red and it's white. More classic trunks. Wrestling. Tight shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Kushida rushes into the ring, and these two go at it. Santo sends LDF to the back. He says, I don't need you guys. He waves them off. He's a good guy now, too. Mm. We have a lot of tweeners here in NXT. So Kushida, Santos, one-on-one. It gets very fast and very technical, like counters and leapfrogs and all sorts of things. There's a handspring, which then uh, Santos leaves the ring to avoid. And then as Kushida backflips onto his 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 feet, he starts doing the classic Liger pose, the mm. sprinkler po- Hulk Hogan kind of pose where you go around in a circle. Amazing. Uh, um, and then is it Wade who mentions... That was it. Kushida and Liger were champions in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and then we go to break. But when we come back, it's Santos who's in control and puts Kushida in a walls of Jericho, like a Boston crab, on the steps, but wrapping Kushida like around the post at the same time. Yeah, like pushing. He he just thrown Kushida shoulder first into the steps, and now 
with the Boston Crab, it Kashida's shoulders just being driven into that post. I liked it a lot because we often go, oh, look, they're doing the a Boston Crab on a table and it hurts more when yeah. it's on a table and we joke about that. But here was actually a point where you go, oh, no, I can see why that hurts more. Yeah, this looked like it actually hurt. Uh, there's Kushida eventually gets out of it. The refs kind of tells him to stop it, cut it out, knock it off. Uh, there's Chops and there's then a Hurricane Rana off the top for a near fall. Uh, Kushida comes back with Chops to fire up, but then gets just single leg drop kick into the face. Uh, but then comes back. There's the cartwheel drop kick, the baseball strike, the running palm strike into the corner. And like, this looked great. Yeah. It's like a halluva kick, but with, with the, the palm. palm. Yeah. Awesome. It's crazy. Uh, there's sweat flying. There's then both guys on the top and Kushida hits a like Spanish fly hoverboard northern light suplex off the top yeah it was like a hammerlock northern light suplex like superplex yeah avalanche awesome. off the top rope but then gets right back up doesn't let go of santos and hits it again so imagine the hoverboard lock mixed with like a bridging northern light suplex we've seen him win it with looks this. incredible he pins santos to the mat but on the two count santos ever so slightly puts his foot on the ropes Ooh. Great nearfall. Rope break. Wow. The battle continues. They're going back and forth. And I mean battle. They stand up and they start doing this kick fight where they're just kicking each other back and forth, back and forth. Kushida goes for his handspring like Tajiri, but ends up into a backstabber. There's these crazy roll throughs. And eventually it's Kushida who rolls up after counter after counter after counter back and forth. Kushida pins Santos and becomes the cruiserweight champion. Yes, Kushida. The time is now. I, I love this. I thought this was great. I've been really enjoying Santos recently. Kushida as well, always, always delivers. These two went at it and so many cool spots like that. That thing off the top rope was great. And even the, the Liger pose, the whole story with Santos Escobar is he's saying he's the emperor of Lucha Libre. He's the greatest cruiserweight ever. And Liger's someone who's had one match in NXT in WWE <laughs> technically but Kashida's like no this is the guy right the greatest cruiserweight of all time it's Jushin Thunder Liger right. I kind of like that or Rey Mysterio or Rey it's like those two right and then the finish I love when a roll up looks like you would pin them you know right. there, there was no way Santos was getting out this last one it looks so tight with the shoulders down but also uh I like matches not always finishing with the the finishing move, you know, mm -hmm. like something like this. Because always Brett, does that. Feels very Bret Hart. And yeah, I, I, yeah. I really like this. I thought this was a great match. Imagine that, Kushida versus oh, Brett. Yeah. That'd be crazy. This was this was a banger. Kushida and Santos here on NXT was awesome. They they had literally elements of like everything you want from these guys. They have the the strike fest, the the spots off the top, the submissions, the 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 rope break spot for sure. I thought he was pinning him on that, and then he he got out of it. But uh, kind of a, an upset win for Kushida. Kushida beat Santos after Santos just officially became the undisputed mm. champion. So that means it just kind of monkey wrenches it. But maybe they move Santos. Yeah, it's, to, to it face almost cross. feels like it's been flip flopped, and you go, no, this guy's been champ for almost a year. <laughs> like he's been champion yeah, a long time. It's not like he just won the title. He's been the champ. Uh, maybe Santos goes on for a program again, rematch with Cross, because that was something. Or the North American uh, title. Yeah, I could see North American title. He's in this tweener role right now, which he can go against heel or baby, which is great. Um, I can just say, though, I'm fucking hyped because Kushida's won the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, and isn't that 18 months ago, if you said uh, Kushida's going to be Cruiserweight title champion, you're going to go, oh, yeah. death. 
205? Oh, no. Whereas Santos over the last year, and to some extent the the uh, Leo Rush-Angel Garza feud just before Santos won, um, it's really been established as a a strong, decent title in NXT now. And Kushida winning, it doesn't feel like a demotion at all. No, definitely It feels not. like we're going to go with you now. You're going to... NXT is about the work rate. And we're just... You're going to have some great Cruiserweight matches in NXT now. I, I'm really happy with this. Yeah, I, I've been watching... Kushida's been one of my all-time favorites for so long. And he's had some of my favorite matches like ever in New Japan. And this kind of felt like we're getting... We're finally getting Kushida as this regular star. And yeah, you're right. A, lo- a while ago, we would have went, ah, this is kind of not great. But he hasn't been doing anything. He lost at TakeOver. Yeah. So here is like, eh... We'll make you cruiserweight champion. Santos had an epic run with this. He killed it for the past year being champion here. I wonder if now it's unified, this will become a traveling championship yeah. at all. Oh, fuck yeah. Kushida could go but over to once any... Once travel's a bit easier, yeah. Have if they end up starting to have crowds or whatever in the UK, maybe do a takeover, this is a title you could have as a special attraction Kushida defend. Yeah, that would Similarly be cool. to Walter coming over to NXT. yeah. I, I thought this was really great, and it definitely got me hyped. Uh, big Kushida fan. Santos, though, great run. Honestly, great run, and I'm interested to see where Again, he goes. Again, I don't I don't think this is a demotion with him. I think he's on to bigger, better things, because he's, he's proved himself. He's got to get a rematch. Yeah. He's got it somehow, somewhere down the line. But yeah, great stuff uh, on, on tonight. Uh, definitely check it out. Kushida and Santos tore it up. But we go to Champa. And Thatcher, that's right. Champa is here. Tim and Tom. Tim and Tom sitting down on some chairs. And Champa says, we brought it all at TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. We we gave it all. And we didn't pass what we thought we would execute. But we come back stronger, harder. And, well, the new face of NXT, the champion, Karrion Cross, And there's new tag champs as well. So, MSK... We're coming for you. And then Champa gets up and throws his chair, and Tim Thatcher just st- sits there with this evil, toothless grin. Smiling. Evil Joker esque smile here. The smiling Tim. Very scary, smiling Tim. Uh, but Champa and Thatcher making it clear like, yeah, we didn't, um, I didn't beat Walter, but we want the titles. That could be great because it can just be two big bullies. With these Kids. awesome baby faces, yeah. like uh, I think that could be really good. Yeah, I'm kind of interested. Uh, short, bit but of a styles clash. Yeah, definitely short and sweet. And it, there's lots of tag teams that. Oh wait, Imperium just kind of made it known that they want the titles. So no, they want Drake, Matt, yeah, they ran Killian Dane. <laughs> well, maybe this let's leads to more of Champa Thatcher Imperium yeah. kind of crossovers there for sure. Kushida's backstage with William Regal, but he's interrupted by Jordan Devlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. we thought he was gone, but he's still here. He says, Kushida, congrats. You're a six-time IWGP Junior Weight Champion, but now you're also Cruiserweight Champion. And, well, I I kind of feel like running up a ladder doesn't make you the best wrestler. I'm the best. And, well, the travel gods are smiling, so I will be back. I'm going to leave for a little while, but one day I will be back. And when I do, I'm coming for that title. So, making it be known that he's leaving. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, he's gone for a bit. We don't have to talk about him for a while, so that's that's yeah. a good thing. He's wearing an OTT shirt. Is he allowed to? I thought he was stripped of the title, but I might be wrong. Maybe it was reinstated. Yeah. Oh. That does sound like a good match, Kushid and Devlin, but yeah, just, yeah. We go to Dakota Kai, 
who comes out with Raquel. She does a great intro for her, her pal, her friend, Lady Diesel to her Sean. As Raquel comes out with this epic entrance, the fire, the pyro smoke. They've got all these cool graphics now for all the champions. Yeah. So it has like a sort of cartoon graphic of her doing her backward shoulder pose before it turns into the NXT Women's Champion. Uh, yeah, some a few uh, like aesthetic changes this week. Uh, the set's a bit different. They've kept the set from Stand and Deliver. Um, updated NXT logo. It's now got like a what's a like a raven or something on it. It's like a skull and a bird and some weird things. It it's almost like Triple H is like finally good idea skulls. It looks it's like very that. Triple H. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's Triple H. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. But but these these championship graphics were pretty cool as well. Uh, yeah, they were. So Dakota and Raquel out here, and Raquel just looks like a star here, super baby face essentially. Yeah. Both heels went in as heels and came out champion. Everyone came out as baby faces. It seems that way. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, so the crowd here do chant, "You deserve it." Here, uh, yes. the, the small crowd here at Capital Wrestling Center. Raquel says, a year and a half ago was the biggest night of my career on USA. I was supposed to have this big debut, but I wasn't ready. Fast forward that year and a half. I'm, I'm stronger now. I'm, I've trained. I've become someone and I am champion. Io Shirai was good. That was a great reign, but it's over and I beat her and it's the era of Raquel Gonzalez. And she holds the title up here, kind of saying like, yeah, yo, I know you were good, but I'm better than you. Yeah, like a, a nice promo to, they've kind of been pushing her a bit more babyface recently anyway. Um, and this was just solidifying it. Uh, yeah, strong promo, I thought. But then she's interrupted. Are you ready? Mm. The screen lights up, a trap song plays, and the graphic says, Frankie Monet. Mm. That's right. The debut of Taya Valkyrie, now known as Frankie Monet, who shows up with the dog. There, we got our dog here. We got the dog. Presley. Poor dog. I hate, I, I, told, I love dogs, but like ever since I saw uh, Pharaoh with the pyro spot mm. in AEW, I was like, maybe you shouldn't mm. have dogs out when there's fire and fucking pyro and stuff. Here, I guess it's like, whatever. I the mean, dog, this is just a little yeah. fluff thing under her arms. Yeah, yeah. She comes out with the dog. To this uh, uh, theme song that's like, the lyrics I got here were, uh, bougie, bad, poppin', tags. I'm like, great. I that's already... what I wrote down as yeah, well. It's just... It suits her. It's fine. It's a wrestling theme. I, I thought it was kind of, I thought it was good for her. Do you know the song Bad and Bougie? Uh, probably. <laughs> she she grabs a microphone. She looks all bad and bougie again with the dog. I, like. I she looked nervous walking down that ramp in those heels. Ooh. Like they, yeah, Mandy Rose type. Yeah, I think especially after that, and that's not how you want to debut. We've all seen Shopmaster, but she did. Well. She comes down. She's got the dog under her arm. She says, "Congrats, champ!" But I am here to formally introduce myself to you and the world. Uh, she says she is Frankie Monet. Is it La Wella Loca? And she's here. The best division just got shinier and bougier and a whole lot better. And well, you're the top of the division, so you'll be seeing a whole lot more of me. Gonzalez kind of laughs at her and says, you're lucky I'm in a good mood tonight. But interrupt me again. I'm going to take this cute little poochie 
and shove him right up your culo, which I then go, cool. Did she? Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Frankie's just like, ah, oh, I'm so. Not my culo. <laughs> no, I, I got to leave. I shouldn't interrupt her again. So she kind of makes her exit. And then the camera's just chilling on Raquel and Dakota. And I'm like, oh, no, are we going to get the Sean Diesel spot? Like, oh, you got the championship before me. I'm going to turn on you. No, no, no. We didn't get any of that. This is my brutality. Yes. Out comes Rhea Ripley. It took me a, a second before I was like, wait, she's main roster and the Raw Women's Champion. I was like, oh, it's Rhea's back. And then I was oh, no, she just, she's main yeah, roster now. I was like, now. wait, what? It was yeah. like, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait what? Rhea Ripley comes down to the ring to stand with Raquel face to face. We know their history here. Mm. And they hug it out. Yeah, they show their tattoos to each other on yes. their finger. They hug it out, hold up both their titles, but wait. I'm on my own. Yes. Bianca Belair comes out with her SmackDown Women's Championship. She skips on down to the ring. I jumped out of my seat and started doing the skip with her. She comes down to the ring. They all celebrate here in what a spectacular moment, I thought, where all three NXT babies yeah. stand tall with their gold. Raquel, Rhea, and Bianca standing tall. And as they, they all hold up their titles and smile and, and hug each other, the Tron behind, like you mentioned, lights up with this photo of all three of them when they were like, what, making their debut or I something? Yes, yeah, they're, when they were there together. But uh, then, yeah. This was awesome. This felt more like a Raw after Mania moment than anything that yeah. happened on Raw yesterday. This, 100%. this was the, those feel-good moments you want after WrestleMania, you know? Uh, I thought this was great. So easy to do. They're all there anyway. Why not? Uh, I thought this made NXT feel really special. This made it feel so special. Isn't this what wrestling used to do after big moments in wrestling? Mm. That's what they do. And this was one of those things. This is one of my favorite moments in NXT full stop. To see yeah, these three. This was great. To see where they have come from. They might not be your favorites or or they're, they've grown on you over the years. All three of them have work their asses off to to get to where they are and and yeah I, I thought all three of them did a spectacular job last week and to see all three of these three we've been watching these these three for far too mm-hmm. long and seeing where they've come now is just awesome and yeah they just need to stand they in the ring that may young classic as well yeah they, I think. yeah yeah it's like they all just stand tall here and show off and hug and kind of cry it out and laugh it out and I loved it it was uh, great yeah no, you didn't need anything more it, like you just needed to see this image and you just felt you just felt warm inside it was i listened to ria on renee's podcast okay. just yesterday and it was quite nice listening to that and then seeing this because she was saying like yeah it's it's really weird i'm now at raw i'm main roster and i don't have any friends here all my friends are all my friends are dead. all my friends are in nxt and yeah. everyone's already got friends here so i i'm like kind of just in the corner right now, just like listening to my music and doing my own thing and kind of hearing her say that last night and then seeing tonight her come out with her, mm. with her friends. Yeah. Friends. I thought this is awesome. Yeah. Honestly, just, just this, this, this shot here, this, this was so, so great. Uh, I, I loved it. And kind of not knowing what this was happening mm. was really, oh, really a special. Genuine surprise. Gen- it, this felt genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, WWE doesn't have that a lot lately, but they definitely d- delivered some genuine moments last week. And I'd say all three of those, these, these ladies were in that moment. And I, 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 Love this so much. 
We should talk about Frankie Monet's debut, though. Oh, right. Well. That happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what an afterthought. That's so unfortunate. I know. It's, I feel bad for her. I, I like Taya Valkyrie. I think, uh, I think she's good and I think she's a solid performer. Um, the, the placement of this, I think also, again, this, this was one of the moments tonight where I noticed again the lack of crowd sound. I know it sounds weird because we've been doing this for ages, but after WrestleMania, because it's kind of having a promo for your debut. If you're not getting reactions, it feels flat. Whereas if your debut is attacking someone, taking someone out, at least you're making some kind of impact. Um, thought she sounded good, but it was just a shame of the placement because complete afterthought with what happened after. And I think maybe Frankie should have just come out next week. Yeah. And, or, or something, have another vignette. Yeah. Poor um, Frankie. Yeah. Poor I, Frankie. I think this, this put her in a tough spot for the. Yeah, no one's gonna be talking about that. Uh, they need. She just needs to wrestle next week. Yeah, so like just go at it. Bring the dog out again. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this this moment was the, great though. The setup for that was was fantastic. Um, especially again, like we 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 always watch NXT live, and we we'll, we'll get to watch AEW live now going forward with the shows we'll do. But to like watch it live and and have it happen, you're like, wait, what's going on? Wait, oh, what? Yes, mm. awesome. Ah. Oh. You just felt good. Uh, WWE doesn't do that enough, but they definitely did it uh, this week and with this as well. Great, great stuff. And then we go to Pete Dunne's face. Oh, yeah. Just a close-up promo here with his teeth out, and he's like, hey. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. I still hate fingers. How are you? Yes. Um, he basically says, I'm the best technical wrestler. I proved it. So I I have an open challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Issues an open challenge to any brand. He's like, if anyone thinks that they're a better technical wrestler than me, Raw, SmackDown, come at me. Because, you know, Daniel Bryan heard Pete Dunne talking about this for oh, the yeah. past few weeks. And Daniel Bryan's like, yeah, I'll fucking show you who the best technical wrestler. I don't think he's doing that now because he, his head's got a boo-boo from mm. WrestleMania. Because he was twitching. He was twitching. Different twitch, but he was twitching on WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Pete Dunne, open challenge everywhere. He mentions championship gold as well, like he wants to go for a title. Um, but yeah, it, this is kind of what we've been talking about recently, where WWE has so much talent now. So many shows. That they can have, they can do their own forbidden door 100%. within their own company. And I think limiting it, keeping NXT pretty closed off and occasionally having fuck it, like a Daniel Bryan coming down to face Pete Dunne. Yeah. Um, is really exciting because it does feel special. Yeah, who else would you want? Who are technical? Drew Gulak? Drew Gulak's always a good one, but again, like his his name value. If you're going to do this, you want... Cesaro. Cesaro, why not? Yeah, I want technical wrestlers to fight Pete Dunne because that's what he's kind of aiming at, mm. technical wrestlers. So uh, bring in other people. Yeah. There's a few, there's a few that I'm like, Oh, all right. I thought, I thought we might in that Santos open challenge, instead of Kushida, I thought they'd throw out Mike Bailey. To oh show yeah. Up. We don't know where he's, he's landing, but uh, he's someone I'm interested in seeing. Um, but yeah, this, this forbidden door in WWE, it's like, yeah, you have, you could just do, you could, the way you're, that AEW is doing the forbidden door is not 100%. Mm. Like the way they're doing it is just not the best way that I would do it. Mm. But WWE could go, we could do this. Hey, uh, who's on SmackDown? Who's on Raw that can just have this feud? That's like, a Walter forbidden feels door. feels like that guy, right? Right, of course. Like you just 
can put anywhere and it's interesting. Well, then I'm going to skip ahead to the, the second segment here because William Regal's in his office. Mm. Well, he gets he, he's trying to get someone's trying to interview him and he's like, nah, I'm busy. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to my office. And he goes to his office and in the office waiting for him is Roderick Strong mm. and Marina Shafir. And Roddy has an envelope. And he looks over at William Regal, hands him the envelope. And Roddy says, I'm done. Regal says, well, are you sure? Yep, I'm done. Regal says, well, I can't say there were times that we were trying. Can't say, you know, you you ruffled some feathers here, but you are welcome back at any time here in NXT. And he says, thanks. You're a pro, Roddy. You're a pro. So Roddy and Marina walk out and leave NXT. Hmm. So kind of going back to that forbidden door so thing. So where's Marina Shafir going to go, guys? <laughs> uh, so is Roddy going to just start wrestling? Up? Maybe Roddy's going to main roster. Maybe Roddy goes to NXT UK. You yeah. know what I mean? Like there's so many. Realistically, where do you where do you see him going? AEW. <laughs> uh, no, I think Roddy should be on like a SmackDown or Raw at this point in his career. Like I know it's people, you know, he's so so smaller compared to these guys. Yeah, but he's such a he's one of the best Smack, wrestlers. SmackDown would be the yeah. the right place. For oh, him, I think. I'd lose it if Roderick Strong comes out and just becomes a SmackDown regular. But the way the way they wrote him off, it almost feels like it's, not, it's, it's not he's on loan. You know, he's on trade to SmackDown or whatever, and he'll come back. Yeah, in a few months. That's why I say NXT UK. But I'm kind of. I'm kind of okay, even if it is NXT UK probably makes more sense if they're yeah. doing that. But even if it is main roster, I'm kind of okay with just doing a, a pit stop. I think that's way more interesting and keeps everything way more fresh. He should show up on those Evolve shows. He should show up at the, what are the other ones? Program? I don't know. Hmm. He should, I don't know, NXT UK or just, he should like shop around essentially. That should yeah. be his, his thing. L- loan him to New Japan for the G1. Uh, it'd be great <laughs> with Andrade. Just fan, just fucking do it. Like yeah. it's Roddy, and I know that he's left out of the shuffle because everyone goes out. Oh, he's kind of like the he's he's the good oh, wrestler. You can put him against anyone. Yeah, literally, yeah. he can carry anyone because he's a, one of the best workers. Like belt, like he is. So this story is very simple, and I'm like, all right, I can see what you're doing. So that yeah, that kind of brings that full forbidden door thing here. You got your Walters and your Kushida and. Your Pete Dunn and your Roddy's who are like, yeah, I could fight kind of. I'm going to float anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Sounds interesting. And they're probably some of the most interesting people to do it with. For sure. Yeah. I, I would like to see Roddy versus anyone. We're getting know. excited. And you know what's going to happen? Pete Dunn's going to be in the ring doing his open challenge. Best technical wrestler in the world. Omos comes out, pushes him over, stands on his chest and wins. Yeah. Omos, the greatest technical wrestler in the world. <laughs> Tag team champion. Will he be wearing his chain? better yeah so i pay for see the chain so you can go buy chain we have a video for saray mm. with the clips of william regal who's talking really serious here and says hey this star this 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 person's going to be a big star here we know that uh, the best women's division in the world is here in nxt and we've had such such success going to japan and finding great talent there such as oscar kairi sane Io Shirai, and now the Warrior of the Sun, Saray. Yeah, um, he was going into like how special she is and that they've been trying to get her for years. I think she's been signed for a while now, I mm, think, hasn't yeah. she? And just when, like, it's been hard work. It's It took a lot of negotiations, but finally 
we've got her and she's debuting next week. I'm excited. I, I've not seen any of her work. Um, they showed some clips and it looks crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but Regal sold her very well and they've got a pretty good track record, I'd say, with the uh, Japanese talent they've had come over. It's a good way to get him, it over because it's not just a shitty interview backstage with Regal. It's like a video where he's like, hey, like she's great. And I think in NXT, um, NXT, I have complete trust when they bring in, you know, people who English is their second language. NXT have always been very good at that. Um, yeah. With being able to like, yeah, it doesn't matter. They'll use subtitles. They'll use limited English, but what they say is cool. And they've always proved it in the ring. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite excited. That always interests me. How can people put on such a, ma- how did Santos and Kushida put on a good match? What like, like certain people don't translate Like, mm. how do they do that? And still like, we've seen it through years of professional wrestling, f- decades of this. How? I always wonder that, like, how? If you can't, you know, do you have but a translator? I, I think it's like, like, you know how music, everything's Italian. So, uh, as in all the, the like, directions right, okay. in, like, classical music, gotcha. everything's in Italian. So, when I studied music, I learned all these yeah, words okay. in Italian. I imagine it's, like, English. Like, a suplex is a suplex in Japan, right, yeah. in Germany, in the UK. That's in, true. And I think it's it's probably more like that. DDT. Like, you know what it it's is. True. And yeah. then there's the basics you just know from wrestling for years. But yeah. it, it is fascinating oh, to for me sure. completely. We just did a, a show stealer match, best match ever show stealers on our Patreon last week. And we talk about uh, Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage. Mm. And we talk about the history of that match where they write like everything out. The Jericho podcast is Stone Cold. He's that talking about writing things down. And Sean like, wrote the beginning and, and he writes Jericho the end the in end. the middle of yeah. a hardware store. Like, yeah, that's what uh, Savage and, and Steamboat did. And everyone called them nuts. They're yeah. like, what are you doing? Writing things down. What are you talking about? And like, everyone praises that match. Yeah. Uh, it, it is interesting. Uh, again, all these, the way, the way these people put these things on sometimes is like, yeah, that's how did you do mm. that? I'm interested in seeing Saray as well. Uh, tie it up though. We go to our next match. Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. So these two have some bad blood and they're going to settle it. Or so we think. Leon Ruff attacks Swerve out the gate because he's mad at this guy and starts targeting the shoulder of Swerve and then does this jumping shoulder breaker to the outside. Um, Swerve goes after him in the ring, but Ruff does his spider sense escape thing where he's climbing and jumping all over the place, but ends up getting hit with a second rope side Russian leg sweep. Wonderful. From Isaiah Swerve Scott. One of then the, they had my attention. You were like, whoa, what was whoa. that? You're like a second rope side Russian leg sweep. Oh, yeah. They go to commercial. When we come back, it's Swerve slapping rough around being like, what? You want to play games with me? You want to play games? And he's chopping him up. But then rough, something just like a fire gets lit under his ass. He comes back. He's hurt enough. He hits these huge chops, lighting Swerve up, runs the ropes for a clothesline. It wasn't quite too big. Swerve bounces and hits one of his own, just crushing him here. Swerve, uh, somehow, Ruff gets back into this. There's counters after counters. There's a springboard into a, a arm bar from Swerve here, uh, catching him. Ruff then does this like crazy springboard cutter from the top, sends Swerve to the outside, then it does a double rope, like, con Hilo off the top turnbuckle, effortless, like, just landing on his feet. Realistically, this is how this move should be hit because he took out Swerve's shoulder. Like it looked painful for the person taking the move. Yeah. And then 
Ruff lands on his feet so it doesn't really hurt him. Whereas often you see both guys crashing down and you go, well, that probably hurt you as well. But hitting him and then landing on the feet, I thought looked so cool. Just crazy. Ruff then picks him back up, goes back into the ring, uh, eventually sets Swerve up on the top rope and hits an avalanche Huracan Rana for a near fall here. Again, crazy spot. There's, uh, uh, sorry, it's, it's Swerve who's going for the DVD, but that's countered into this other lariat and then a huge lariat from Swerve just turning him the inside out. Lariat? Yeah, yeah it just, just killed him. Crazy. Swerve goes for some sort of insane move, but that's countered into a dragon Rana from Leon Ruff. For a one, two, point nine, I bit so hard on this. You said to me earlier in the match, like, Ruff should just beat him again. Yeah. Ruff should be the guy that he's just always he's got, got his, number. his number. And you saying that with this Rana spot, yeah. I bit. I thought this was it. It the, looked like the finish to me. Shout out the commentary here. Uh, Beth, Vic, and Wade lost it. They're like, mm. wait, he got, did he get him? It was like a Michael Cole moment here. Like, did he, that was that the, was that, that was it? Sasha kicked out. That was it. No, it's not over. Uh, just crazy. There's then all these other things. There's a, a move where Ruff gets sent like face first into like the turnbuckle there. Just crazy back and forth. Uh, but it, yeah, it's the powerbomb spot off the second rope and then dumps him on his off, face. Probably off the Nasty. first, off the top. Yeah, just nuts. Then Swerve locks in uh, like a half and half here, going for like the half Nelson, but in midair turns it into the JML driver. So like you lift the guy up and then dip him down to hit like a, a, uh, one of those Michinoku driver style, future shock style. And Swerve pins Ruff in a little firecracker of a match. I wasn't expecting this. This was one of my favorite matches of the whole like, WrestleMania period. Yeah, this, this is better than nowhere. This is better than like half the shit we watched last week. This was great. And this we, was this was. Nuts. We've seen these two go at it before, but they came with extra fire for this one. I, I, I guess this is the end of the feud. This is the blow off. No, but, it's not. No. Oh no! Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> but I, I thought this was so good. I, I really see big things for Swerve. I think he's. He stands out. He's quite different. His his moves even seem a bit different. His promo style. I love the stuff in the like in his lab in his, uh, his yeah. studio. I think are really cool. And I can really see him being a bigger deal. Ruff is always going to have his size against him, and I'd worry for someone like him on the main roster. He'd just become twenty four seven. I think Vince would find this guy hilarious, right? You know, but he can bring it and brought so much fire to this. I loved it. I thought this was such a good match. I loved Santos and Kushida. And right after watching, I was like, nothing's topping yeah. that. I I think I like this, this match more. This yeah, topped it. did. I, th- yeah. I think this was my match of the night. Again, I like this a lot more than half the stuff from Mania. And some of the matches from TakeOver mm. last week as well. I really like this match. And, and it, it didn't even feel like it was that long. But no, I, just I crazy. Great. Story- well, we were, and we, not for mid-card matches. We're not really jumping around and screaming and stuff. Yeah. Whereas we were biting on these fools here yes rough rough is great at this the, the like the flirt the, the fury here where he comes out the flying cutters off the top and his size has his advantages because he slides out of mm. these holds and that dragon rana fucking in midair counter was insane uh yeah highly recommend checking out this match if you're one of the the cherry pickers of nxt but wow um and i'll get to that next later later on in the night uh swerve is attacked by Leon Ruff and um like beats him up with like ring gear. Yeah. Beats him up to the lockers. Case yeah. And everything. Lock listen, lays him out. 
and then uh, says it's not over until I say it's over. So Leon Ruff kind of like you awoken this this fire. Leon Ruff won pretty clean as well here, didn't he? Yeah, he won clean, but like, yeah, he did, didn't he? He did, he won clean. <laughs> so Ruff's just... It's rough heel now? But fuck it, that's what wrestling used to be. The good guys are allowed to be pissed yeah. off. Like, yeah, I... This feud is like becoming something you need to see, because it's just... I mean, if... The, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If this isn't the peak of it yet, I'm looking forward to see what that yeah, is. Give this him like 20 great. minutes next time. Yeah. Like, let him go for the whole show, because... Uh, yeah, I'm seeing Sino says, shout out to the Laboon boys, Swerve <laughs> and, and Ruff here. But yeah, um... Great, great stuff. This was this was fire. We go to Zoe Stark, who's backstage. She says, I fought everywhere and I fought hard to get here. And I beat Tony Storm last week, which is like a big win in my mm-hmm. books. So I'm I'm now looking for a title shot. And Mercedes Martinez interrupts and says, Why are you wasting your time on this nobody to Mackenzie here? You're not next in line. I am. Not some rookie. So Stark says, we'll see about that. So Mercedes versus Stark is in the cards coming soon. Um, First time we've kind of heard Zoe talk for an extended period of time. I thought she sounded pretty good. Like very white meat baby face. Like there's not a whole lot of personality to her yet. But I thought she sounded confident. Um, And Mercedes is just picking on everyone. She's mean. Yeah, such a mean lady. Uh, I'm seeing in the in the chat that it was also from Fire Frank, who's reminding us that when Leon Ruff beat Swerve a few weeks ago, clean, it was Swerve who t- turned right. heel and beat him up like yeah. a few times. It seems like so. Yeah, the story has been going for quite a while, but that's true. I'm loving the turns here. Yeah, we have a video for Walter, the UK champion. He says he proved that Imperium is the most dominant force in pro wrestling. Last two years. He's been the most dominant champion in all of wrestling. And Champa may have been the biggest challenger yet, but nothing has changed. I am still champion. And I will crusade to restore honor of this great sport. Fucking love that. The Again, he was kind of saying, I'm going to go back and forth. See ya. I'm going to do my own thing. Come back for SummerSlam TakeOver is what I'll do. Yeah. Uh, but he's having bangers over there in NXT UK. So mm. hopefully he gets to fight Roddy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That'd be good. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. I love, I will crusade to restore honor of this great sport. Good line. Uh, and then this is where Swerve got beat up, but we go to our main event, which is Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, Shotzi Blackheart, and Ember Moon versus The Way, Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, Candice LeRae, and Indy Hartwell. Uh, I never noticed The Way's like Titan Tron's like, uh, like, Batman with the the sign in the oh okay yes I guess the way is essentially the boys like the show okay where it's the superheroes that are not actually superheroes right I feel like that's what they're going for I did think we'll get into the match obviously I thought this was a weird choice to main event but I did actually quite like seeing the way work a match together for the first time True. because obviously they're they're an intergender team we don't really get that much in wrestling and because they've got all this kind of superhero gimmick with their matching gear. I did think it was kind of cool, actually, and I'm not the biggest fan of theirs. I thought it would look kind of cool seeing them together as a team working. Yeah. no, Their gear was very nice. Yeah, their gear is the top, because Johnny would not associate... Allow Yeah, he would not let that happen. 
We have uh, Theory and Dexter are kind of going at it early on because Theory wants some revenge for being kidnapped from Dexter. Uh, but eventually tags in Candace, who's like, ah, I want to fight you. But then Ember runs at her with a kick. Um, t- the, the, the women are going back and forth, but then Candace tags in Johnny. So you know the rules of this here. The, the men have to fight the men and the women have to fight the women. And you tag in and yeah. out when that happens. Johnny tags in and goes like, go tag in the guy. And instead, Ember Moon and Shotzi just decide to beat the shit out of Johnny. <laughs> if this was the other way around, there would be a DQ, would it not? Yes. They didn't go tag him. And then commentary are like, oh, Johnny shouldn't have got his nose in their business. No, no, no. He, he, he tagged in. They saw he him was... tag. And then they go, no, instead of going by the rules, we'll beat him up. <laughs> just thought I'd point that out. Just saying. Uh, so Johnny takes some beat ups from Ember and Shotzi here. Uh, but then this is where Indy Lock Sorry, Indy Lockhart? Indy Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell, Shotzi Blackheart. There's so many names. Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis lock eyes. Mm. It's like the first time you heard the Beatles. You hear like Celine Dion playing in the background here. They lock eyes, but it's interrupted. Candace and Johnny are like, wait, what what are you doing? Stop that. And they go to commercial break. When we come back, Reed's beating up Austin Theory here and Johnny. Double stinger splash. And then tags in the women. They're beating up Indy and Candace, but we get the classic Indy spine buster. Shotzi kind of hits a DDT. There's just all this sorts of chaos. Bronson Reed cleans house of Johnny and Theory. So Candace goes up top and tries to like fly off the top rope to jump onto Bronson. And this is totally King Kong swatting in hell. Like he doesn't, funny. he just no sells her, and she yeah. just drops off the top rope crossbody. But he no sells it, and she just eats shit. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, this is where the comedy works when they do this, especially Reed and Candace. We've seen them interact before, like last year or so. Uh, the ma- didn't they do something in that ladder? Yeah, match? yeah. it's when he, she's on the back and he jumps with That's her. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's then, uh, Candace decides, well, that didn't work. So she, she runs through the ring, suicide dive onto Dexter Loomis, but it's a suicide dive into a DDT mm-hmm. onto Dexter Loomis, which just like takes him out. Everyone's fighting on the outside. Shotzi and Reed are in the inside and Shotzi says to Reed, use me. So he picks her up and throws her onto everyone else on the outside. Another crazy spot here. Uh, which is nuts. Uh, back in the ring, it's Johnny and Dexter, but Johnny gets caught in the side effect into the silence. But Indy Harwell goes over and lays beside Dexter Loomis and plays dead. So he sees this and kind of creeps on her, allows Johnny to kick him in the head. But then Indy does it again, and the Dexter's on the outside. So he he picks up Indy, and he just starts to carry her off up the ramp. And then you see like from the back view as he's walking. She opens her eyes, looks at the camera, and puts her thumbs up like, <laughs> She got him. And then pretends to go back to sleep. And then Dexter carries her off to just go somewhere else. And then the match continues. Um, so just the kidnapping is what Wade's like, he's kidnapping her. He's an evil man. He's kidnapping. They're like, no, she, was, she wants this. She was high. He was helping her. Yeah, right. Uh, there's Reed who is beating up people. There's Ember who jumps off the shoulders of Reed with the eclipse onto Theory. Again, that should that be a DQ. Awesome, it yeah. should be a DQ though. Look great. Candace tries to superplex Bronson Reed. Yes, you heard that correctly. Yeah, they take it in turns. Johnny's trying <laughs> first and he gets gourd busted onto Theory who just been <laughs> taken out. So Candace tries, but then it's Shotzi who jumps off Reed with the cross, takes out her. And then it's Reed who hits the tsunami splash on Austin Theory and pins him. Bronson Reed 
It wins the match for his team here. The way didn't get their way. I kind of groaned when this match was announced, and especially with it main eventing. But I did actually think it was a lot of fun. I thought there were a lot of really fun spots. I know there was a lot of like going against the rules and everyone just not tagging in. The the ref just gave up. But for the case of this, I, I found it really enjoyable. I thought there were, the Eclipse off of Bronson's shoulders looked great. Some of the dives to the outside. Um, just the I just thought it was really fun. It almost felt like a kind of house show match, you know, where people were just going out there and kind of enjoying themselves a bit more. The Dexter and indie stuff, I don't mind as long as it's not like in the North American title picture or something like that. For a little silly romance thing, like I always got a kick out of Kane in these, you know, when Kane got a soft spot for one of the girls, ignoring Katie Vick. Um, but I always found that kind of entertaining. And I think this could work for like a little mid-card comedy thing. Yeah, why did I love it? Why did I love Indy and Dexter? Yeah, it was fun. Like I was <laughs> genuinely laughing at this moment and then the cheeky little wink from Indy. I kind of felt this should have opened the show, had the cross promo and then this, and then end maybe with the title change. Um, but maybe you don't always have to end the, mat- the show with something serious and just having something fun like this. I know, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it had some fun stuff in it, to be honest. It definitely picked up for me. I, I kind of agree. I was like, ah, do I, uh, that kind of could be okay. Again, was almost that Warcraftania feel. You yeah, know? it's yeah. like, let's just do, let's have an eight person mixed tag. Like, sure. The highlight was Shotzi doing this weird, I don't, I can't believe I'm saying it, but yeah, it was, it's, it's just funny. It's interesting. I, I'm not liking some of the other stuff they've indie, been doing. Mean, yeah, indie, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. So I want, what's the, what's the next step that her and Dexter start dating? I, I get. I, it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be Kane. It's gonna be the Kane story, isn't it? We're, I want. I want. Yeah. I want Indy. The, so Dexter's like a mute, right? He doesn't talk. Mm. So I want the whole thing to be like he doesn't say anything. And it, they, oh, it couple, will. It will. Be, yeah. Them on couple dates and dressing couples dressing the same. All this shit and her doing TikToks. Her and her man. And he's like, just silent <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> I think. I think there could be really funny vignettes. <laughs> As I said, I don't want it to be this to be Dexter versus Johnny. Like, I don't want him near yeah, a title. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him near any good wrestlers that I feel could be used on other right. things. But just having a bit of a love story on NXT between these two, sure. And then she tries I'm to convince him to join the way. Oh, he could get his own, like, ditch yeah. the jeans and have his own, like, superhero. It'll outfit. be that he could wear the same outfit. It would just be a part I think of- it would be funny if Johnny made him. <laughs> Like the way gear. They all hated it at first, but it's like the slow burn. Like, it's my, but guys, I love, but daddy, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want from this storyline. Uh, have they won us over this week? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the one guy who tweeted us last week who was like, you guys shit on the way. Everyone loves them. Uh, well, I guess you got your wish. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not super... Yeah, I see in the chat from Chris Leone, even serial killers deserve love. Of course. I don't know. It's like, yeah, the story still needs to be Johnny and Bronson, because Bronson got the pin over theory and whatever. But Johnny did beat him, so it's like, okay. But yeah. uh, But Bronson was in a match the night before. He, like, run the... Sure. No, he didn't run the gauntlet, but yeah, he... But he had to fight, yeah. Have to fight all these guys. Yeah, again, as long as the Dexter stuff is away from the title, then it makes more... It's it, Then it's fun. It's fine. Like, characters like that are fine. You need variety in wrestling. And I just I just don't like it when this is kind of main eventing or taking up too much time. Exactly. But I wouldn't say, like, recently they've kept it the little indie 
comments and things, they've kept it subtle. Not subtle, but, you know, not too time-consuming. I can't wait for Indy and Dexter to be dating. It's going to be great. Kayfabe-wise. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, but that was NXT. Great show, I thought. Yeah, welcome I, to Tuesdays. Yeah, I, I thought this was great. Normally you expect kind of one one good match, maybe. Like one like killer match. Yeah. I thought both the um, the Santa, the Cruiserweight title match, the Rough and Swerve, and even the main event were really, really great. Really fun. Um, the moment with all three women's champions was awesome. Like it's not leading to anything, but just a genuinely awesome moment yeah. in wrestling. Just feel good moment. Um, it kind of the show started flat to for, for me and just picked up and kept getting better and better. I, I thought it was a really good show. Yeah, I agree. There was some there was some things that get you guessing and buzzing. Like here we're fantasy booking all these forbidden door matches and Roddy leaving and people coming and going and such and title changes as well. But yeah, some of the wrestling was like this was. This was their WrestleMania moment for guys mm. who weren't really maybe, you know, getting that spot last week. But yeah, o- overall, really enjoyable episode. Tuesday feels good. Tuesdays are good. Oh, yeah. Especially when you when you hang out with your friends. Friends. Tuesdays are for the friends. Yes. That's it. That was NXT. That's what we thought about it. Let's see what you guys yeah, let's thought. Let's go to our friends. Yeah. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Tuesday night, we'll post up on the post wrestling forums there. And if you write any comments or questions, we'll read them here on the show. Yeah. We'll start with Fire Frank, hey. who says, Very notable post takeover show, new night debut. Shout out Kushida. I wasn't expecting that tonight, and it pumped me up. Super cool moment with all three women's champs taking a bow where it all started. So much happening, and it still left me wanting more. No hangover here tonight. Monet's debut got overshadowed there, but it was a fine introduction. Really enjoyed the tag and cruiserweight title matches, as well as Swerve versus Ruff. Main event was really fun. Don't go, Roddy. Shout out Tuesday nights. Shout out Tuesday nights. We go to Mike D, who says, Hello, Braden and Davey. I am a first-time and very long-time listener. Oh, first-time, very long-time. Wow. Hey, what's up, Mike? Hi, Mike D. He's, oh, I know who Mike D. Yes, he was in our watch-alongs last week. He said he was a long-time listener. Shout out, Mike D. He says, NXT tonight was straight fire on its brand-new night. From long-awaited title win from Kushida to an epic segment with a monumental moment uh, with all the WWE Women's Champions standing tall, I'm left wondering what's next for poor Roddy. Possible call-up with Marina. Taya Valkyrie debut was just okay. The back and forth with Raquel was entertaining, though. Popped hard for my girl Bianca when her music hit. So glad Kushida got his title win. Let's hope it lasts some time. Getting a little tired with Russian Swerve feud. Feel like it's a complete ran its course, so he disagrees with us. Ooh. The main event was sort of entertaining and did not care to do the indie Dexter story Bronson Tsunami is devastating. NXT After Mania was everything Raw wasn't. Mike DaCosta from Massachusetts. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Let's go to Mystery, who says, Hiya, great episode of NXT tonight and how shows after WrestleMania should be. While Davey will probably disagree, the main event was stupid, but the Funhouse show kind of stupid. All here for Index. Oh, no, I, I agree with you there. I did enjoy it. My only real complaint is Monet's debut being overshadowed by a moment that kind of felt forced. But I hope to get, uh, I hope EO gets her own major moment at some point, similar to Bianca, Rhea, and Raquel, as she's just as important as those three since she carried the show during the war and pandemic. But maybe I'm in the minority here. Question of the week. With Raquel putting over EO in that promo, do you think EO is main roster bound? And if so, where does she land? I think she's ending up on SmackDown because that division is in desperate need of strong women right now. 
you have Bianca, Sasha, who might be heading off for a bit to film Mando, Bailey, and maybe Carmella. After that, it's sheer drop-off in terms of credible contenders for the title. Uh, yeah, I, I could see her going to SmackDown. Um, I feel, I know they said in that kind of post-takeover press thing that, uh, like, they alluded to that she's staying because it's the best division in the world. But maybe it's time to move on. Well, we're talking about Forbidden Doors and people going and having mm. kind of dream matches in WWE territory. Takeover, SummerSlam, dream match, Miko versus EO. Book it. Fucking book it right now. Let's go. Yeah, I don't want to see her go to the main roster. They just won't get it. They just won't get it. Yeah, I... Just won't get it. We'll see. Yeah. I, I do think, I think... I want her to be the biggest star, don't I get me wrong. I feel like maybe Asuka has helped opinions change in the last year those roars at the beginning of the really empty arena thing where it felt like people were a bit looser maybe a little less scripted and Asuka was one who kind of proved that you don't need to understand what she's saying for her to be captivating and entertaining and I think maybe that did turn some heads because you saw they went with the like her and Kyrie for a bit. Asuka's reign has only just ended. Mm-hmm. Nakamura's been starting to get focused on a bit more on SmackDown. So maybe it's not as death as it once was. Um, I would have her on SmackDown though, rather than Raw. Asuka, EO, you could have Kyrie come back one day and yeah. the tag titles. Sasha Rio again. We kind of didn't get a proper finish with that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it needs to happen like a big spot. Yeah, there's some, definitely some dream matchups there. They need to make her special though. Don't just... Oh, yeah. Waste her away like they do with everyone else on that show. We go to Jesse from The Six. Happy Tuesday, lads. He says, I know it's goofy AF and Johnny should not be associated with such frivolity, but I'd be lying if I said the Index stuff didn't bring a smile to my face. Is that their couple name? Index. Index. I'm definitely shipping these two. Um, I think everyone's on the same page. Everyone's like, oh, man, I really like that. I don't know why. (laughs) What did it make me smile was that horribly contrived women segment. Last time we saw Belair and Ripley in NXT, they were beating each other up to face Charlotte. Now they're friends. And we've never seen any on-screen connection to Gonzalez. Just more WWE obnoxiously trying to manufacture a feel-good moment. No, we disagree. Uh, It worked for me. Yeah, it worked for me. I think we knew Raquel and Rhea Rhea are friends. Like That was a big part of their, their... like story and even like as i said they like showed their matching tattoos to each other before hugging and then kind of that was the moment that felt real and then bianca it's just like yeah oh yeah she's nxt but they are friends yeah yeah i I, it didn't feel forced to me. maybe jesse doesn't know some of the stuff behind the the scenes he doesn't know about the tattoos maybe right jesse continues the clip of mercedes choking Aaliyah from the six should do good numbers on youtube yeah uh that's (laughs) kind of what i was saying do y'all think roddy is moving to the main roster or is this just an nxt storyline and he'll be back in two months with bobby fish to save the children or something (laughs) (laughs) see you at up next mania i hope that's not where he goes it feels like a hiatus but i don't know where he'll go he's gonna go be a dad he'll be back put him in the g1 we go to Alex from TO. Hey guys, really enjoyed tonight's NXT. Almost felt like the booking sheets for a typical hangover edition and the raw after WrestleMania were given to the wrong shows. I really didn't think they would pay off the Robert Stone owing Martinez, sorry, Mercedes money storyline, but they did plus set up not one, not two, but three contenders to Gonzalez in Monet, Martinez and the eventual Dakota Takai turning. 
Yeah, we thought maybe that might happen tonight, but... They say wrestling is a male soap opera, but the writers might want to stop watching Young and The Restless before they book NXT next time. I am totally in to see where the index relationship goes. <laughs> index. If it keeps Loomis out of the ring. Wade Barrett yelling, Tsunami! Always makes me laugh, so hopefully Bronson Reed keeps getting pushed. If you guys have not discussed it yet... Where do you see Roderick Strong going? We've talked about that. SmackDown. Uh, I personally think him on SmackDown makes most sense to see him versus Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, or Big E would be amazing matches to name Just a few. Everyone oh, he's fought in Cesaro, Ring of Honor. Roderick Strong. Hey, Roddy, yeah. go to the show where everyone from Ring of Honor is there now. Yeah. <laughs> and fight them again. Yeah. We go to Crooked Letter 9, who says, Tonight felt like a new beginning. The second hour was slightly stronger than the first. Kushida claimed his first piece of gold by beating Santos, and it killed two burns with one stone as it crowned a new champion and free Santos to move up the card. Raquel standing with Rhea and Bianca, all draped in gold, was a cool sight. The eight-person tag was hilarious fun. Indy Hartwell, in particular, stood out with her comedic skills and there were sprinklings of intergender spots fun jumping on point and finally we go to swanky from the border city what an enjoyable first night of nxts on tuesday night swerve versus rough and kushida versus santos were both banging matchups and definitely want to see them again down the road love the reaction from kushida winning the title seemed like he was literally in pure joy Main event I was expecting to dislike, but actually highly enjoyed it from the Indian Loomis stuff and just the combination of everyone in there doing their part. I know they are part of the same organization, but I feel like after a blood feud, I feel like you wouldn't bring the guys in the hospital at the same time. Yeah. Are we finally going to get our first NXT Hell in a Cell? I guess so. Maybe. Lots of contenders for each title, and I can't wait to see where things go. Yeah, everyone seemed to be on the same page this week. That was a lot of feedback, all for Indie and Dex, it's, Index. It's Tuesday. It's We don't have that AEW competition. That stink. We don't have that John Way competition. Yeah. It's our own day. Yeah, wow. Tuesdays are a new day. Yeah. It's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> and it's a Tuesday. Wow. Thanks, everyone, uh, for writing in there. And everyone in the Twitch chat as well. Uh, what a day. We'll be doing this every Tuesday. We will can't wait to I can't wait to see what happens with Indy Hartwell and Dexter Lewis. I know. <laughs> Fuck, they got us. <laughs> they, they fucking, fucking got, got us. us. The way. I guess that's the way. Uh, so that's NXT. Every when, uh, sorry, every Tuesday, we'll be doing this. 10.15 Eastern Time, after NXT goes off the air. Join us on Twitch. We record this show and talk about NXT. Join the chat. It's fire. And then Wednesdays. So tomorrow, we'll be doing BD Elite. For the first time ever, we'll be able to go live after AEW and do it all over again. Yes, we watch NXT and AEW. We like all wrestling. Also dropping tomorrow on this very feed is a brand new episode of Shot in the Dark with John Ceno Evil. This week's going to be crazy because we've got all No idea the, what the fuck. Yeah. I give him a pass. He can go along. Sino's got a bunch of reports up on he the site long. as well that you can go and read covering everything this weekend. But yeah, 15 minutes shot in the dark. Uh, I said, I said he can do a bump one. He's like, no, still going to be under, under 15, 15 minutes. He's going to talk like this. Yeah. Listening on 1.5 is going to be hard. Yeah. Because he's going to go so fast. NXT UK, AW Dark, AW Dark Elevation, and uh, New Japan, Strong, all of those wow. shows, he'll wrap up for you tomorrow. And then Thursday, it's the big one. Up next, Mania. Mm. Yes, a live Twitch game show where we do trivia. We have, the, you mentioned it's Jack the It's our first pay-per-view. It's this a pay-per-view. a pay-per-view we're delivering. The Rumble was a match, but it was like six hours long. So yeah. <laughs> it was like three hours long and it was epic and lit and it was a whole show in itself. But this is a full-on pay-per-view quality 
We've got some exciting things happening this Thursday. If you are a fan of us, you should tune into this. It's going to be so crazy. Again, the podcast form will somehow drop some way or shape or form uh, later that night or the next day. But yes, patreon.com slash up next for all the other shows we do. We mentioned Mortal Kombat this week, Best Match Ever, Mania, Show Stealers, all the other stuff we've done in the back catalog, all the best matches ever, all the was next, everything. Only five bucks for North American tier. Go join and access all the stuff. We've almost broken our record of patrons. So be that record breaker. Wow. Five bucks. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. If you're the record breaker. If you're the record breaker. If you're the record breaker. You'll be be known as the record breaker forever. Eric Marcotte is is always number one. Number one. Yeah. He'll always be number one. Yeah. Charbel will always be the chosen one. But will you be the record breaker? Patreon.com slash up next. I'll, I'll, I'll make it. I'll raise the stakes. Oh. Yeah. Be that record. What's the record? What's the break? I don't even know it. Uh, we got to get to 232. 232? We're on 229. Whoever's 232, I'm buying you a hoodie. Oh. Buying you an up next Ooh. hoodie. Got it. 231's going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go support us. That's where you can. Patreon.com slash upnext. And the Twitter, Instagram, at upnextpodcast. For all the stuff we do on there, follow along as well as the Twitch, twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast. But you already know that. Hey, thanks so much for listening. WrestleMania week was a blast. All the people who showed up and supporting us, all listening, we all see everyone. You know who you are. Even the people in the Twitch chat right now. We love you. We're stuck in this pandemic and we can't go to shows and we love this entertainment known as pro wrestling. And uh, we've found different ways to connect and stuff. It's great. And you can come to our next mania. And you can. You (laughs) can go because it's just on Twitch. You can be anywhere you want and you can watch it. If it rains, you're fine. No no delays. You don't need to go under a concourse with 25,000 people. You're all good. Yeah. You're golden. Thank you guys for listening. Cheers, guys. And up next will be Tuesday nights because we're your NXT friends. I, myself, Braden Harrington. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I am on Facebook, but join the Facebook group too. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. The Up Next Facebook group is low key. F- like, yeah, there's some fun. crazy shit it's going really on in that. There's some memes going around there that are not safe for, te- for mm-hmm. work, but I love it. Uh, I-, I am uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I am at the Bray D. And I am myspace.com slash David Porter. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us at Up Next Podcast, at Davey Portman, Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Take care, goodbye, be safe, and in the words, I guess, of, well, Walter, but I'm just going to say in the words of Index, because they're just trying to be on this crusade to restore the honor of this great sport. Absolutely. Goodbye. Ahoy! You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 Each Sale. 
Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.